0: Hello and welcome to episode 112, Tame Your Mind with Meditation. During the past several episodes, we've been speaking about the mind and why we need to tame it. And in today's episode, I'd like to carry this forward and talk about meditation as a practice, points to enhance the practice, as well as giving you an experiential practice. So what is meditation and what do I mean by saying meditation? Well, meditation is a process of purifying the mind and making it one-pointed, inward, and tranquil. And that's why it's now considered mainstream medicine, actually. And it's accepted as a protocol for both health and wellness by the National Institutes of Complementary and Integrative Medicine. Meditation itself allows us to access what I call our inner radiance. And the inner radiance I'm talking about is that luminous vital energy that dwells within us? Many of you have known me for several decades now, and I really was always uh, gung ho about vitality, vital energy, and many books and publications came out on that. So I'd like to put that under the umbrella of what we're talking about and call that radiance. When we discover the energy channels and we learn how to collect, concentrate, and circulate our vital energy we're able to build an energy blueprint that helps us align ourselves with our healing force, our own healing mechanism within. And when we do that, we're in that space of vital energy or what I call the light of radiance. So we're becoming vital from the inside out as opposed to what people think, you know, when we get all these uh, things done to us with uh, you know, makeup, perfume, dressing, all of that's important. That would be the outside in just so that you know the difference. I've heard the Masters say that meditation is a process of purifying the mind and making it one-pointed, inward and tranquil. And through the method of meditation, the mind itself will lead us into our own essence, our essence of being, and that's the highest state which they term the highest state of realization. We do know that meditation practice will help us concentrate. And many meditation practices do emphasize the importance of concentration. In fact, all of our trainings that we do have that as a foundation core component because we need concentration to manifest what we want. Not necessarily here what we need, but what we want. We need to be focused. So let's define concentration for a moment. The word concentration implies focusing our consciousness toward one point, excluding all thoughts and sensations. And you know, it's not easy. We know it's not an easy task, because as soon as we try it, we sit down, close our eyes, or we have a task to perform, our our mind decides to roam a little bit, take a walk, and go find all other objects to become fascinated with. And it moves on from one object to the next. And when we attempt to bring it back to its home base, and we'll call the home base the body, we may become tense and agitated, even frustrated and lose our interest. I know I've done that for many years in my practice. And we lose that hope, you know, due to our failure in being able to concentrate. And for many of you, I would ask you, does it sound familiar? You know, I can certainly attest to that drive to distraction. After all, think about it, there's a lot of things to think about from yesterday's happenings to our future imagination or imaginings that are happening. And then we're told, just sit and take a breath. And that's what we're told, be aware of your breath. Well, you'll possibly notice the natural tendency of your awareness is to move from one object to the next if you're asked to do that. And, you know, we always say in the new Vashoka book, I believe it's 49 seconds, just holding the concentration on breath. It's what's needed to just bring the mind back home. Well, try 49 seconds. And you'll find with maybe in a few seconds, you might be drifting off. So. We want to be aware of the endless stream of thoughts, either connected to each, each other. Sometimes they string and we create a whole story. And what that does is it creates a steady vibration of, you know, unconnected thoughts and impressions. You know, we've all been there. And those that are not meditating, we've been there. Even when we try, let's say, to sit down at our desk and do something, sometimes our mind wants to get into that daydream phase and just go off. Because our mind's tendency is to wander. And this occurrence of unconnected thoughts and impressions is a distraction, that wandering tendency of our mind. Now, you know, it's true that if we place an internal object in front of our mind and visualize it, or some sound, which we call mantra, to anchor our mind, we can draw that mind inward and enter a meditative state. You know, this practice is wonderful and effective. And it doesn't take into full consideration, though, the excessive wandering tendencies of our mind. But here's the key. Concentration is possible only if a person is very relaxed mentally and physically, as well as emotionally and spiritually. Relaxation, as I've said, is the door to meditation. And then meditation will occur spontaneously in a very relaxed mind and body. We even have to learn to relax the mind. And until relaxation is achieved, you've heard me say that before, true concentration is impossible. But the good news is with systematic training in relaxation, we can actually experience that spontaneous flow of consciousness. And that's why any successful meditation practice prepares the person, the practitioner, with the practices in breath and systematic relaxation. Because remember the word relax means to loosen up or let go. So if you can't let go of any kind of tension, whether it's physical tension, mental tension, emotional tension, nervous system, tension of the nervous system, or even spiritual tension of not knowing why we're even doing the practice, it will be very hard to draw your awareness inward and enter a state of meditation. So you don't want to ask someone to meditate with tension because they may try to suppress those factors, that roving that roving tendency of the mind or disturbing factors that arise. And what it does is it creates more tension. So before getting into relaxation practices, we want to talk about where concentration can lead us. We know over and over again, I talk about meditation being a practice and it's not something that happens right from the beginning unless you're very, very lucky. And it's also not mindfulness, it's not relaxation, it's not listening with a headset to different tones and pitches, or for that matter, anything that implies an instant method. You know, you've heard me say, people have approached me and said, what do you think of this software program that actually can put you into a meditative state? as if you've been meditating your whole life. That's simply not true. It might put you momentarily into a certain brain rhythm, but it's not going to be the full organic experience of being in touch with your pure consciousness. It's just not the same. And then you become dependent on that. So it's It's our society of fast is better, and we can do it without having to do the work. It just doesn't, that's nonsense. And please don't believe it. Our culture always expects end results to happen without putting forth the effort to reach whatever we want to reach. Remember, learning to meditate requires a commitment to learning and a lifestyle that supports the practice. So let's talk about, before we move on to the actual practice, uh, points to enhance our practice. I always say we have to be very uh, precise when it comes to practice. We want to choose a clean and well ventilated space free of thought traffic or through traffic. I said thought and through this time because we don't want any, uh, we want that space to be clean even in our own mind. Don't expect immediate results. Ask yourself how long did it take you to learn how to really do something like learn a language, for example. It takes quite a while if you've learned a foreign language. So that's the same thing with meditation. Don't let your progress get sidetracked with imagining spiritual happenings. And I had some questions come in on several times uh, These, when people see colors, colors spinning around and colors happening. Those colors are really working with the distracted mind. It doesn't mean that we're more spiritually aware. Colors are in the air body and they're part of the body that doesn't equate with being spiritual. It means that you need to focus just a little bit more. And to refine a practice more is to move beyond the distractions created by the mind's movement and imagination and focus to enter into that radiant field of luminosity, that light. It doesn't mean that it's bad because each of those colors are related to an element and we're made up of all those elements within our body. But all I'm saying is it's still the it's still not in the state of meditation. And many people equate that with some spiritual advancement. And it's just an awareness of the energy fields in the body that are associating with the elements that are in the body. So if you're really doing it for meditation purposes, you wanna move beyond that, recognize it, but then move beyond that so you can focus the mind and get beyond all the sensory, uh, the sensory objects that do come into the mind field. The fourth is to spend time each day to practice systematic relaxation, and if you don't find yourself saying, I don't have time to meditate, then stop and be aware that it's really not your priority, and that's okay. Don't force yourself. Just know it's not my priority. If you find yourself saying that meditation is not so easy, then you're off really to a good start because we always create excuses to feed what our ego wants to believe about who and what we are. And the fifth Point to enhance our practice is just sit in meditation and don't try to see the lights the images the colors or anything you think that needs to really happen to be spiritual to be a meditator you don't have to try it's again releasing even the effort of the practice to really get into that state we want to learn to sit to be in complete darkness and let the light arise within its own time We're not just trying to sit. How many times have we had a wonderful experience in meditation and we want to repeat it? The more you want and you hold on to wanting something, the further away we even get. It'll never happen. So the time has come, and the reason why I spent the last several episodes on the mind and taming the mind, even though that's our whole umbrella of this mind medicine and healing community, Uh, meditation is very important right now and it's coming on very strong, not like where it was when we started teaching over a decade ago, almost two decades now. So we want to ride the waves of our current, uh, you know, environment of what's really going on in a society that's in uh, very fast moving, but also creating a lot of anxiety and mental health issues. You know, meditation as a therapy does give us access to the highest form of healing and that is in itself self-transform, self-transformation that takes place. What I'd like to do uh, forward from here is to do a meditation together. And I don't want you to be driving in the car, walking on the sidewalk. I want you to be in a place where you're not moving because we're going to do a practice together which i've really not done on the podcast i've done it on webinars but i thought to just include it for those listeners that aren't familiar with some of our programs and to just give you a taste of what it's like to do a practice and there are five steps we know to the practice we establish our seat so find yourself a seat and a seat has to be comfortable steady and comfortable and I'll talk about that in a minute. And then bring your awareness, we're gonna bring our awareness to our breathing and then relax the body and then focus the breath and then bring it to the forehead and concentrate. It's very systematic. It's, neurologically, it's neurological programming for you. So it's going to have health benefits the way it's taught because it's really taught with, precision, skill, and in a systematic way that you can start training the mind. And in that turn, we'll give you the changes that occur in the brain for the better. So today we'll work with breath as the foundation, and I'd like to get started. So again, if you're driving, stop, pull over, don't just stop in the middle of the road, Uh, pull over, go to a park, uh, but do not do this. And you can always play this back on your own. You need to be in a stationary place. So bring yourself to that seat and close your eyes and your mouth. Just close your eyes and establish your seat. Just imagine your head, neck, and trunk being aligned. If you need to rest back in your seat, by all means, rest back. If your back is not able to hold you up and you want more support or sit at the edge of your chair. We're just gonna do a chair meditation here or a chair focusing on our breath. And by establishing head, neck and trunk aligned, we're stabilizing the body, which actually creates the outer environment for our mind to go inward. Stability and comfort are key here. So for now, we're using the chair and you can always apply that to a cushion or a bench later on. Just be steady and comfortable. And again, close your eyes, close your mouth, breathing in through the nose and bring your awareness to the breath at the base of your nostrils. Because breathing is the link between the mind and the body. It'll help the mind merge and come back home to the body itself. And what we'll do with this now is it's at the base of our nostrils. And we'll just watch the breath. From the base of the nostrils to the eyebrow center. The space just above the space between the eyebrows. So we're just going to move up into the forehead region. And then back down. And we're going to inhale. And exhale and we're watching the breath as it enters the nostrils and travels up, 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 and then when it reaches the point of full inhalation we're going to come back down to the base of the nostrils and come back up again inhaling and exhaling. Allow the inhalation to flow into the exhalation with little to no pause Inhaling up, exhaling down. Just allow the flow of the breath to occur naturally, smoothly, rhythmically, with little to no pause. This is allowing the mind and breath to become synchronized. And we'll just hold it there for one to two minutes, inhaling and exhaling again and again, just paying attention to where the breath is entering the nostrils, and just how far is it traveling up the nose, on the bridge of the nose, all the way up to the roof of the nose, and coming up to the eyebrows. into the center of the forehead and then allowing itself to come right back down, exhaling. And we could even add counting to this because the mind likes numbers. We can count in for three. One, two, three. And we can count out one, two, three. And we can just do this for a few repetitions. Inhaling for one, two, three, and exhaling for one, two, three. And just be aware of the breath with an even flow, counting, and then counting back down. Again, allowing the inhalation to flow into the exhalation with little to no pause. Inhaling and exhaling, when you complete the inhalation, the exhalation automatically comes naturally. But as you exhale, let's try to limit that space between that exhalation and inhalation and just continue watching that breath as it travels up through the nostrils to the eyebrows, the eyebrow center, to the forehead and back down. inhaling and exhaling using the numbers helps to ground the mind just a little bit more bringing it to home base and just be aware and you can do this for as long as you want and how we end is we just bring our awareness back into our whole body And opening our eyes. Now you can hold that space of counting for as long as you want. And when we advance in those practices, we could then count, let's say, for one, two, three, and then exhale for double. So it would be one, two, three, four, five, six. And as we exhale, when we exhale longer than when we inhale, we actually bring ourselves into even a deeper relaxation. So what we want to think about in a very if we're going to take away something from this think about meditation is a way to bring the mind back to home base and we're using breath because breath is really the link it actually brings the the mind back to home base and it also benefits the nervous system creating a steady strong and energetic nervous system and you know and I also mentioned when we think too much We create these many experiences like colors and all sorts of things because the air body gets involved. So just know that if you have those types of experiences, just be aware, that's okay, it's great because that is part of your body, but just bring yourself back to the breath and the actual practice of inhaling and exhaling and using the numbers in a way to ground you if you'd like to use this practice. It just means when you start seeing these other things, your mind can go there and just create even more imaginings. It just means you need to focus a little bit more. So to really refine a practice is to move beyond the distractions created by the mind's movement and imagination. And focus helps us enter that radiant field of luminosity that I'm talking about so often now and I'm getting ready to talk more about it in our next series about energy and vitality. So as I always say, do your research and the research is really using your own self as your own laboratory. And so if you use yourself that way, you become the yoga scientist because all the research can be done right within your own home base. And as I always say, if you know someone who may need to know about this topic, you know, of self-empowerment or self-actualization, I should say, or is interested in yoga Uh, Please share that knowledge, and that's how we serve humanity, by sending a link to someone that you might think may benefit from the podcasts. And as always, that brings me to the end of this episode. The Susan Taylor Podcast does come out every week and is available on susantaylor.org, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, as well as other podcast platforms. And always join me behind the scenes now in the commentary and the Q&As for our episodes uh, on YouTube. And visit SusanTaylor.org for more information. And I was really glad that that question came in about the colors this week. Also, well, how do we do it? That was the question and why I wanted to put a mini practice in this one is, you know, how do we really do that? How do we really tame our mind? And we can do that with our breath. And if you'd like to hear more about this topic or other topics, please let me know. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.